This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hear more from Free FM. For a small monthly fee, you can become a patron and support independent community media. Go to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out how. You're on the free breakfast on Free FM 89.0. It's Wednesday the 26th of August and it's 8.43am. Yesterday, Minister of Transport Phil Twyford uh, revealed that the government are looking into business cases, four possible business cases, in fact, for high-speed rail between Hamilton and Auckland. Of course, the uh, normal uh, rail service between Hamilton and Auckland um, has yet to come into service, but at this stage looking to come into service in November. I've got Susan Trodden from the Rail Opportunity Network on the line, and she has been uh, involved in advocating for rail between the cities for several years now. Good morning, Susan. Hi Gary. Yep, uh, seven, nearly eight years. Right. Yeah. So it's been, been a, it's been a really long campaign, hasn't it? Just to get this yeah. this first uh, 150 or so capacity train um, running between Hamilton and Auckland. What do you think of the uh, the idea of high speed rail at this stage? Um, it's interesting. I think. Well, the first thing I would say is I was really disappointed with the headline that made it onto stuff, which uh, suggested that the $13 billion option was the preferred one. Um, When you read through the report, it's not quite that way. Um, I think it's got to be seen as part of a wider conversation. So high speed just between Hamilton and Auckland is probably not viable on its own, but as part of a wider Um, connectivity proposal Uh, I think it's a good idea I don't think spending 13 million dollars 13 billion dollars is necessarily a good idea though Um, I mean the numbers just don't add up for that final piece to save yourself 30 minutes for people on it Um, on the other hand there's an opportunity there um, kind of the tourism proposal the fact that Auckland is bursting at the seams, which was always the uh, kind of one of the, the reasons for the train in the first place was about um, ca- attracting some overflow from Auckland or attracting businesses or, or residents that could live in both. So I think w- when you've got connectivity of Wi-Fi on a train, the journey is less important. An extra 20, 30 minutes is perhaps less important um, but there's something psychological about high-speed trains that people seem to love. Mm. So this $13 billion or so suggestion is the train that would apparently be able to make it between Hamilton and Auckland CBDs in 69 minutes, which is yes. incredibly fast compared to uh, the current any current way of getting there um, via yes. land. So it's obviously we're looking at we're looking at Shinkansen level stuff there, like like a yeah. bullet train. <laughs> yeah, although interestingly, still not even that fast because you know a bullet train, and I've done that journey several times in Japan. Um, even the old bullet trains thirty years ago could do six hundred kilometres in a couple of hours. Mm. 
So I'm a little bit confused, and I presume it's to do with the speed up and slow down time. Um, as to why it would even be 69, 68 minutes still seems to me a little odd. But um, I presume that a lot of that is based on the kind of rail gauge and where it's got to go and all of that kind of um, kind of jazz. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell the, the specifics without being a true train boffin. Mm. Um, in my mind, though, anything that's not going to take in the airport is a, is a pointless We've got to be able to get people in and out of New Zealand quickly, you know, yeah, quickly. And um, just going from Hamilton CBD to Auckland CBD, in my mind, is really not going to do that. Mm. Um, the the connect the it's about connecting the cities and connecting people. And one train just going between two points doesn't really achieve that. Mm. Um, it has to be seen as part of a wider initiative, I think. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Yeah, right. So for this greater investment to be happening in a high-speed train, you think it needs to serve more purposes than just A to B. It needs to, um, it needs to be part of a greater scheme of things, a greater network. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, we don't. What, what's fascinating to me, and it's slightly off topic, but it is interesting to me that we don't have an actual growth strategy for New Zealand that I'm aware of. So this is where you know, a, a, a kind of an idea of that says this is the kind of optimum population we have. We certainly don't have that for Hamilton unless that's happened in the last little while that says, you know, we want to have X number of people living here, X amount of businesses, etc. And I don't know that Auckland has that either. The, the New Zealand mentality seems to be, oh, we'll just keep growing until we've run out of room. <laughs> um, so, and, and I don't really understand that. But, you know, rail, again, is part of that story uh, and in fact if you take in the greater Waikato area so if you say from Tikawiti through Otorohonga, Te Oamutu, and then in the north uh, Narawahia and so forth those southern link towns could offer so much to this you know golden triangle uh, where there is housing there is people who need work um, in my mind while, while fast rail is great I think that a priority on connecting the region is more important mm. rather than cramming more people into a city that can't actually accommodate them um, and then using rail as the panacea for overpopulation. I, I, I'm not sure that that's the right strategy. Mm, that's um, an interesting yeah. take because it is very, uh, it's an increasing. Uh, sort of compulsion in society to gravitate towards the cities and start, you know, clustering yes. together in cities rather than populating the uh, regions where there are perfectly good towns that could sustain a sizable population um, if they yeah. were linked to the cities. So that, yeah. could, be, that could be a possibility, uh, theoretically, if, um, say, rail was used to connect the regional towns together. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you're right, and people, people, you know, like to move towards the sun, so, which is probably why the north has developed more quickly and easily than the south. People like, people want to face the sun, and they want to be where the action is. Um, but the reality is, is that we, we don't have the resources to do that. You know, the water is a great example. There's just not enough natural resource. So we've got to think, differently about how we're growing our, growing our country and I think, I mean, 
fast rail is a great example of let's get people living outside of the main centres. It, it happens in other parts of the world where people are living in essentially corridor commuter towns and just going to their job. Uh, and, you know, high Wi-Fi connectivity is going to help with people not having to travel as much. But then there is the tourism proposition, there's the education proposition uh, to get people easily to and from, you know, Waikato University or wherever. Um, I think high-speed rail is a great thing, but it's only part of the story. And um, I would be sorry if that was pitched as the panacea to the ills of growth uh, challenges in New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, fair call. Meanwhile, um, how are you feeling about the progress that's happening on our commuter service between Hamilton and Auckland? Um, so I've been making regular trips out to um, the base to have a little nosy at how things are being built out there. Uh, there's the the um, advertising um, photo shoot's going to be happening soon to promote it, which is exciting. Um, of course, it's frustrating that it's continued had continued delays, but you know, world pandemics will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, and I do think again that there's going to be challenges um, for people that have now got used to perhaps working from home or whatever. But you know, in the scheme of eight, seven, eight years, a few more months is neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So I think once the thing's up and running and people people get to use it and see it as an alternative. Um, or just an option that sits alongside other ways of working. Um, again, I come back to that connectivity thing. This is just about offering people another way to get to where they need to be. Um, and it is going to be exciting. It's a whole other step as a city growing up and having um, intercity connectivity via public transport is part of what being a grown-up is for Hamilton. Mm, absolutely, it's exciting for Hamilton. Susan Trollin from the Rail Opportunity Network, thank you so much for joining us on the free breakfast today. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.